This is the Modern Day Tribe Podcast, Episode 22. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. everyone. I'm Sarah, your host of the Modern Day Tribe podcast. I'm here with a guest. He is a husband and dad of baby boy. He is a professional soccer player on the Orlando City Soccer Club. Here is Alex Dijon. How are you, Alex? Hi, how you doing? Good. good. How are you? Good. I am so excited about today, obviously, because I think the dad's perspective is so important. And anybody that's listening, whether it's mom or dad or birthing partner, can really learn whether you're on the opposite side or, you know, in that position of birthing partner or dad. It's important to talk about. And me as a postpartum doula, I not only support the mom and of course, caring for help caring for the baby, but also the dad and any family really that lives in the home with the birthing parent. I think your perspective is so important to talk about. And I am honored that you're willing to share. So thanks for being here today, Alex. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm happy to be here and share my experience. Okay, so I always love to mention how we got connected. I have a family friend here in Texas, because you're in Florida, and that you used to be a soccer player with on the Orlando City Soccer Club. And his name is Dylan Powers. And Dylan's wife is Nina, is also a doula, just as I am. And so in talking about perinatal support with Nina, she mentioned they have some friends that just had a baby and the dad, which is you, of course, Alex, would be open to share your experiences through the birth and now postpartum time with your baby. So that's kind of how we got connected. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little bit of a surprise when I, uh, Nina reached out to uh, my wife, Lisa, and asked if I wanted to partake in this podcast and I thought about it a little bit and I decided to like you said there's dads out there that are wondering what it's like and even moms and stuff wondering what it's like so I said hey why not I'll share my share my story this is awesome your wife Lisa by the way I hope to have her side of the story too I'm really excited to maybe get a chance yes yeah we'll (laughs) we'll talk about that too but while Lisa was pregnant being your first child were there classes that you took? Yeah, for sure. I mean, in the beginning, we weren't really so super keen on the classes. I don't know why, but as we got more into the pregnancy and realized kind of how much more difficult it was going to be, we watched YouTube videos and we were trying to sign up for this one class. I think it was one of the prenatal classes that um, at the Orlando Health Hospital that we were supposed to uh, have our baby at. And we just realized that we were too late by that time. We didn't realize how far in advance you had to really book it. Oh, wow. So Yeah, so we kind of just stuck to like YouTube videos and stuff like that. But we definitely got the information we needed from online. Now that you've been through it, 
Are there things that you look back on that maybe during, you know, while Lisa was pregnant, while you guys were going through that, that you can see where might have been a little bit more helpful if you would have known about it beforehand? Yeah, definitely. Like you said, all these different resources that you could find online or like you said, out of the norm. We even had like we asked Nina some questions because she obviously is a doula and is very good in, in that aspect. And we had a friend that had a baby maybe a couple months before we did. So we had got some information from her and them as well. Yeah, you just don't realize what's going to come. I felt like for me, like during the pregnancy, like not much changed in my life, you know, because I wasn't going through the changes. Lisa was enduring all those changes. And I'm just kind of um, adapting to those to what she's feeling and what she needs and catering to her needs. So my life kind of just went on regularly regular schedule going to training coming home while she was you know just finishing up work getting closer to the birth and i'm just trying to figure out like what i can do for her to help her along this this way mm-hmm. absolutely and i do want to point out where you mentioned talking to nina with her doula work and then also you mentioned talking to a friend that just had a baby and i don't want to go over that real lightly because My business name is The Modern Day Tribe, and I emphasize tribe in that there are a lot of benefits to looking to the people that are close to you for that support and gaining information and using their experiences to help you. And I think that's a great thing that you did to look who's close to us, who has that knowledge to help you, because that's what that tribe, that village would really be helpful for anybody that's going through something like this. That's great. I'm so glad that you guys found some resources in that respect, too. Being the dad, and you're saying that there's obviously not a lot of physical changes going through this, but you're realizing that those changes that Lisa's going through probably have this feeling of like, what can I do? How can I support her? You know, and that, of course, leads into the birth itself. What are the things that you felt like, what it was like, what happened, what happened during the birth? Yeah, for me, I I felt like, like you said, like, which ways can I help Lisa, whether it's just encouraging her or just doing maybe something little that she likes or, you know, it's just anything to really just get her through it and, and help her along the way. And for me, I felt it was like maybe a hard, like, thought for me of, of what I can do. So I was just trying to just, like, inspire her and be that positive reinforcement that she could, that she could have during it. Leading up to the birth, it was it was pretty crazy because I had – the baby was due January 22nd and we have preseason just around that time. And we were, we were actually going to Mexico for our preseason and we were supposed to leave around January 25th or 26th. So it was really cutting it close. And obviously I want to, I want to be there for the birth. Like it's my first child. I want to be there, but it was just a stressful time. And she started stressing out about it, you know, thinking about it. So we were very, anxious for it to come you know on time or maybe even a little bit early Mm -hmm. just so I could be there yeah leading up I remember the day before Madden came she was having contractions I remember looking at my phone after training because I was always stressing out like okay is it coming is it coming is it coming yeah um and she you know she wound up texting me like I've been having contractions all day and I'm like all right well I'm coming home now and you know let's go to the hospital we wound up going I think it was eight o'clock at night and she was only one centimeter dilated 
when we got there, so she wasn't ready to, to go in. And they, and they sent us home. And I remember she can endure a lot of pain. You know, she's an athlete, but she's not one that's going to, you know, hold back from... She was strong through it. But she wound up coming home at around 11, and, I, and they said they probably, the baby wouldn't probably come that, that night. We were kind of um, wondering who was going to come and I had trained the next day so obviously I needed I needed some sleep and I wound up getting woken up by Lisa at like three o'clock in the morning maybe it was two and she was really like uh, like she was really feeling those contractions and I'm like all right let's let's just go back you know what's the worst that could happen Mm -hmm. and by the time we got back she was five or six centimeters dilated oh wow so we um obviously got admitted to the hospital that day and like I was just getting overwhelmed with with all these emotions, obviously, because your life's about to change big time. Yes, yeah, so we wound up getting admitted. I think it was around 4 a.m. And, and we got put up in the hospital. We moved quite quickly through everything, which was nice. But she was, obviously, she was a little bit nervous. And we, we were letting our parents know and stuff like that. And, and they were overwhelmed as well because they're is their first grandchild mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> for sure yeah so so and they're the only bad thing was that they're all up in new jersey and pennsylvania so obviously it was they weren't able they're not able to kind of come down obviously at that time but mm-hmm. um yeah so we ended up getting admitted i just remember being in that hospital sitting in one of the reclining chairs that they had just thinking obviously i texted coach i'm not gonna be able to make training tomorrow yeah um, we're having the, we're having, we're having the babies so i'm gonna be there <laughs> But I just remember just feeling so like just so much joy and so much excitement just being ready for this next chapter in our lives that literally changes in one second, you know. Mm-hmm. Once that baby's once that baby's out, it's just your life is for that child. And for me it was just such a great feeling leading up to leading up to the birth. That the doctor came in, Lisa had gotten got an epidural. I think she started pushing. They asked if I wanted to watch, and I said, of course. And I remember sitting there holding hold one of her legs. And honestly, the I can't even describe the feeling that was going through my body. She was so strong through it and so good. And it's like, you, you know, you just get overwhelmed with emotion. And I remember once you saw his little head of hair, I, like, immediately started tearing up and crying. Mm-hmm. And, just, and just thinking, like, I... I don't even know what you look like and I already love you. You're not even out yet and I'm already just like in love. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah, it was it was such a like I said, it's a crazy feeling. It's just so hard to describe because you just overcome with so many different emotions and I just remember as soon as he he came out, that little that little like whimpse of pride because they said that right away. Sometimes, you know, they don't they don't cry right away. They gotta use the open up his like airways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once once he was out, I just remember being just looking at Lisa crying. She was holding him, and I was just—it was just so many emotions. And they've shown that not only the moms are having uh, hormonal changes, but the dad does too, the birthing partner, because that there are feelings and emotions that are going through us of love, and you know that oxytocin, that love hormone, is truly going through everyone there and you know in different ways but especially the parents and those tears those overwhelming emotions of love can definitely guess that the that was an overwhelming feeling because especially being the first child you guys going through this 
during a pandemic and that protection mode goes into play when those hormones are going through and that first cry and you just hear them you can see them at that point and already talking I always say that they're showing off their talking skills well tell me about once baby was out what did you feel like that you could do did you feel helpless did you feel like I really am gonna just do whatever it takes you know what tell me what is what does it feel like yeah um definitely whatever it takes but I, like in the beginning there's not much that that I could personally do you know Lisa's waking up every couple hours breastfeeding the doctors are coming in to check on them those their first couple of days in the hospital so there's definitely not much sleep involved but you know I was like I said before I was just trying to be that positive reinforcement that, that she had there was times where I remember just looking at this baby and thinking like I'll do whatever whatever it takes you know mm-hmm. and reiterating that to Lisa as well saying you know, I'm here for you. I'm there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do. Yeah. And like you said, for both of them, I mean, not only for baby, but for mom, too. And you've said a few times now that positive reinforcement. And that's just such a critical part of being a support partner. Whether, you know, my work as a doula, we don't at all take over with a support that dad can give that you were holding her leg at one point that touch that being there and most likely you it's things that we don't even necessarily remember but the things that we're saying at that point are just that encouragement and I'm sure that Lisa was hearing and feeling that too all the way through that and maybe you felt like you weren't doing much but I would imagine that there was a lot of things that were happening that you were doing that 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 positive reinforcement was an encouragement was coming through so baby is here now what was it yeah what's it like now so you guys are in the postpartum time a lot of people think that postpartum is a bad like a a negative time postpartum by definition is just the first year of time after baby is born it could be of love and bonding in addition to not sleeping and trouble figuring out why baby is crying the concerning parts of it so what are you guys going through in the beginning it was definitely not obviously not stressful but you know he's up a lot Lisa needs to feed him all the time. Obviously, there's no really sleep schedule at the, at the moment. I remember Lisa is now was reading this book called Moms on Call, which was a schedule. Like, you know, it has a schedule and it tells you all about it. We follow that pretty strictly. And now, you know, he's been sleeping probably for months at 12 hours a night. And, you know, on his regular schedule, napping good, eating good. But when he first came out, I would say the best part was just having him back at home. I remember coming home and just being like, what are we supposed to do now? You know, yeah. we, you just put him in his, in his, uh, in his bassinet and just sit in there. He pretty much dictates the first month of what's going on. Oh yes. So yeah, we're just obviously catering to him and whatever he needs. Mm. Lisa was great through it. Breastfeeding went really well. He picked that up pretty quickly. I always encourage dads to making sure that mom has, every time she sits down to feed baby, moms can 
have a one-handed snack next to them, like fresh cut veggies or fruit right there next to them so that while they're feeding baby, they can eat also. And then also having like a bottle of water all all the time next to him. And I always encourage the dads, go get the water and go get that (laughs) one-handed snack. And it sounds like you would be knowledgeable of that. And what do you feel like you can do that maybe you could offer advice to dads that you're, you're seeing that's helping? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, every time she woke up to, to feed, I would always get up and, do you need anything? What can I do? Cater to her as well when Madden was feeding. So um, that's what I did. I just tried to, anytime she woke up, be there for her, you know, ask if she really needed anything. I feel like that's such a, a big part of it for the dad, just to be, like, involved. You know, otherwise, you know, you're just kind of bypassing the time rather than actually partaking and being a part of it which I felt like that was that for me was a was an important part to be there for and be part of it for sure and burping the baby to playing with the baby talking yep and talking (laughs) to the baby and bath time is a great thing to for the dads to do course changing the diaper and it's it's interesting anyone that has had a baby those first few weeks you learn a lot changing the diaper because you're keeping track of how many wet diapers how many dirty diapers and oh yeah what it looks like and (laughs) that feedback that you're getting gives you an idea of how well their digestive system is working and I think I read are you vegan practice a vegan okay so you probably in tune what's going on with your digestive system but knowing they're getting enough fluids enough to eat and, and in combination with other things like you know weight gain and that's not just the only thing that you look at but it's weight gain too and I'm sure that's be an interesting part of the baby care like you said to be involved in you just know more about that bonding really becomes a lot stronger do you feel the same yeah. way yeah for sure I, I definitely feel that bonding gets much stronger obviously when you're more involved it's like i remember even back when he was born doing just that first skin to skin was like an amazing moment for me as well you know if you didn't do that you look back on it and be like wow maybe i should have i remember she asked the the nurse asked me if i wanted to do skin to skin i was maybe a little hesitant at first and i was like yeah for sure why not you know at the end and i was like thank i was so happy that i did that just to create that level of bond between us two I am so glad you brought that up because that is definitely something else that I encourage. A lot of people say, you know, the mom do skin to skin and if they choose to breastfeed, it really has shown to help increase the success of breastfeeding. But the baby knows and scent and sound of the dad too. It really regulates body temperature, blood sugar level of the baby on mom's chest and dad. So I'm so glad you brought that up because that's really important that maybe some dads wouldn't have known. Yeah, even I remember also even cutting the umbilical cord that was I remember her asking me as well. I said, yes, I definitely want to do that. And I remember I take my first snip of the with the scissors and it's so rubbery that I was just, I'm totally just like missed it. Not like missed it, but it didn't cut. Yeah. So I had to try so hard to get through it. But yeah, it's another thing that I think that dad should definitely look into doing because it's also another really special moment to have with the baby at the time. Absolutely. Some cultures, it's very ceremonial. 
cutting the cord where they do it in different ways, that can actually very much strengthen a bond just to know, like, like you said, you wouldn't have known if you hadn't have had the chance to cut the cord to know how rubbery it is. But exploring that and knowing that just increases that potential of that strong bond. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah, I definitely encourage all dads to just, you know, take part in anything that they can do with with the baby just to like i said before just to feel like more of a part of it and and really create a bond between the two it sounds like you guys had great nurses that actually asked you to do this and maybe Uh some dads wouldn't have known and what if the nurse doesn't ask so i'm so glad you mentioned it because now there might be dads out there that they can be their own advocate and ask Uh questions and ask can I cut the cord? Can I do skin to skin? That's actually something I'm really interested in. And being their own advocate, just as I always talk about moms being advocates for themselves, asking questions, if they have any sort of plan to let the support team to know, just so that they can speak up and know that they're being heard too. And I think that's just as much with the dads too. Dads can now know and ask for that. Sure. So baby's seven months old. Every day was just growing so fast. Yeah. Every single day is something new, you know, whether it's maybe a little smile or a laugh or we actually just had to go away to Disney for this MLS's back tournament. So we were, I was away for 50 days in a hotel, um, not being able to see my, my, my son or my wife. In those 50 days, he was, when I came back, he was able to sit up, crawl, and roll over both ways and I just remember thinking like it is honestly insane how you you don't think 50 days is maybe that long of a time but the amount that they develop in those 50 days is incredible yeah so now he's crawling around everywhere I'm 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 always chasing after him watching him making sure everything's okay but it's honestly such a joy to watch him and and just be with him oh fun so you were away what did that feel like I remember when it was leading up, obviously, because coronavirus shut down all sports and stuff like that. So MLS wanted to take kind of advantage and get back to playing as soon as possible. So they put us in this bubble in Disney. And I remember leading up to the times thinking, like, I don't know if I could be away from my son for two months, almost two months, you know, especially as I was saying, they, they developed so quickly. It was hard, but thank God for FaceTime. But it was hard. Yeah, video. I think we're all getting used to videos, which is a good thing and I guess not so good thing, but it's it definitely does help those that just simply need to be away for different reasons. I'm sure that was hard and I'm glad you're back to be able to see all the great yeah. things that he's <laughs> he's practiced and on the go and I'm sure he'll be kicking a soccer ball soon here too if he's not already. No pressure, but hopefully. Yeah, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was, he's been amazing. Well, I remember when my wife picked me up, looking in the car when he's in the car seat, and I like almost became to tears just because you can tell how much he's just developed. And I just was like, this is crazy. I remember going back into the car. He was just blank staring at me for maybe 15 minutes of the car ride because I feel like he was trying to connect my voice with remembering who I was because he heard me on the FaceTime all the time. So I felt like now he was trying to connect it. And once maybe 15, 20 minutes went by, he just started smiling and was so happy and and laughing. And it was such a joy. What a joy. (laughs) That is awesome. 
those special times where we always look back on those because me having three kids, I, I absolutely know that feeling. Those, they do go by so quickly, but it's just, it's worth it to just take it all in. It's sort of like that, that skin to skin. You just literally take it all in, be in the moment. And it's important for dads to get those chances of being able to have that time with baby too. There's just benefits for all around. That's good. What you said is take it all in and, and be in the moment because I feel like you you look away for one second, you know, you maybe miss something, but to be in the moment and and really be there with your wife and during the birth is something super special. That's so cool. Yeah, you're right. I just want to tell you again, Alex, thank you so much for being open to come and share these experiences. I always imagine that dads might not want to talk about that sort of thing. And so I just appreciate you opening it up and having an authentic conversation about it because the more we talk about it, the more open we're going to be and the more that we'll learn from each other too. I really appreciate you. I really do. I appreciate you having me on. And if anybody wants to connect with Alex, play soccer. He's a great player over in Orlando. I will put how you can connect with Alex too and hoping that maybe we can convince Lisa to come on here too (laughs) to tell her side of it Uh, I love it and you mentioned a book too I have not read the book but mom's on call if you guys say that you guys benefited from it some others might also so I'll actually mention that in the show notes too thanks Alex I really appreciate it you just really hit on all a lot of great points and the, your point of view is valid and valued. And so I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you so much. If you want to hang out with me on other social platforms, you can find me on Instagram at Dallas Dula Sarah, on Facebook, The Modern Day Tribe, and on my website, themoderndaytribe.com. And If you loved what you're hearing, please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts and share it with your friends and family. These reviews and five-star ratings help this podcast get found by more listeners and parents that are also looking for support and guidance. (music) 